Welcome back to the Trainer Lifestyle Podcast. I am your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beings Training and Apparel. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I am honored to have you here. This is going to be a podcast where you learn the ins and outs when it comes down to health and fitness and how you can be inspired to continue to push for the goals and dreams and passions you have for your body, your mind, your health, and everything to come. Uh, this is going to be an incredible episode. We have an amazing guest speaker, and I will announce her right now. Um, but before we hop in, let me just share a few things. Number one, living a five-star review for this podcast truly does mean the world to us here, and it gives me amazing feedback on how to improve and make this podcast much better for our current listeners, you guys and girls, and our future ones as well. And it also helps a lot of people around the world who are looking for a nice health and fitness motivational podcast to get them answers for the questions that they might have. It helps them find this podcast just that much faster, ladies and gentlemen. We have created amazing partnerships with amazing companies. And to find all the benefits that you guys and girls get from t- for tuning into the podcast every Monday and Thursday, check out the links in the show notes or just go to trainhalllifshawn.com forward slash partnerships. As you can see it too on the website, on our podcast website, it's all there. Um, have fun with it. You know, find some things that you might enjoy. We back up all companies that we partner with 100% or else we wouldn't partner with them at all. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be an amazing episode. I cannot wait for you to listen to the value our amazing guest speaker brings to the table today so ladies and gentlemen let's introduce and let's welcome leslie petch you know if you spend all your time working and you don't have any kind of distractions or any kind of mental breaks i think your efficiency goes down making the time a few times a week um and i think once you start to see the difference once you start to see that it makes you feel better once you see that you know you, you actually are bringing more energy into your job and into whatever it is that you're doing um, then that sort of it's kind of self reinforcing Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Gentlemen, welcome back to another amazing episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, and I am honored to introduce you all, the amazing guest speaker today, Leslie Petch. Hey, Leslie, how you doing? Good. How are you, Matt? I'm I'm great. I'm great because I'm I'm here talking to you, and I'm very excited to have you share your journey, share your passions, share your mentality, your mindset to all the amazing listeners that we have. Um, so for everyone listening right now that doesn't know who Leslie is, can you give a nice little background story on how you got to who you are today? Um, sure. So uh, one thing that most people don't know about me is that um, I grew up in South America, actually. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So um, I'm bilingual. I speak Spanish. Um, I know I don't look the part, but... Um, That's so awesome. Yeah. I grew up... In, I was born in Argentina, grew up in Peru, um, came to the U.S. to go to college, um, stayed here through grad school. Um So I'm a scientist by training, um, but uh, I've always been interested in fitness. 
and um, over the last 10 years um, have kind of gotten addicted to um, resistance training, strength training, weightlifting. Um, I've tried lots and lots of, um, I've played a lot of sports over the years as we were chatting earlier. Um, tennis was my thing. I played tennis, started when I was about 10. Um, have played, um, I still play actually. Uh, oh, nice. So yeah, um, I love that because it's something that you can sort of do forever, um, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I've done some competing. I do some uh, figure competitions. What? Uh, yeah, so I started doing that um, probably about two years after I started uh, lifting and training uh-huh. with my trainer. Uh-huh. Um, and then um, have done uh, my best finish was second at nationals. That's <laughs> uh, incredible. That was before uh, before COVID. So I didn't compete last year. Um, and I'm trying to decide whether to compete this year or not, um, you know, okay. and how much more of that I want to do. What I really love is the actual working out and the exercising. Um, yeah. So I do that. Um, I do that. But my I do have a full time job uh, as a medical school um, senior administrator. That's so awesome. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, yeah, you do it all. That's, that's so cool. You are very active um, and you're doing incredible things with your career. And that's, that's so cool. Um, what, uh, so you start, how long ago did you start? I I know you said you were active, you know, uh, growing up and you played sports. When did weightlifting, like, when did you initially start your weightlifting journey? So about 10 years ago. So I was, um, weightlifting is the one thing probably that I, um, hadn't tried as far as sports were concerned. Mm -hmm. I've always been strong. Even as a kid, people, other people would say that, you know, I was strong, but, um, but I hadn't, weightlifting was one of those things that I think like for a lot of people, particularly women, it's a little intimidating to go into a weight room that's mostly filled with guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, on top of that was, there was sort of the intimidation factor, the fact that I didn't know what I was doing. um, And I didn't want to go in and start lifting weights without some guidance, because I figured that's an easy way to get hurt. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and so, um, so there was that. And then there was, you know, there's a lot of um, bodybuilding I- images, maybe back then, it's I think it's gotten a lot better. But um, this notion that you're going to get really bulky. And you know, when you think of women and bodybuilding, you tend to think of women that do things like physique or bodybuilding, who are significantly larger. Um, and so there was this notion that well, I, you know, I'm, I'm already sort of strong and stockier. Um, I, I don't want to get bulky. And so I did have that fear um, before I started, um, but it was, you know, um, somebody recommended a trainer to me and I, um, and I started working with him. And, you know, so over the years, a lot of those myths um, have, you know, have been dispelled, Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and I don't know, very quickly, I, sort of got addicted to it. (laughs) Um, It just feels good. And you feel a real sense of accomplishment as you progress. So, uh, you know, so, so that's sort of my main sport at the moment. Like I say, I still play tennis, but um, on the weekends, but I do train every day. um, Weightlifting. That's, that's awesome. Whenever you, you start jumping, so you, you got into your weightlifting journey and 
I, I know you said it's like pretty soon, like right off the bat, you, you got addicted to the sport. But when did that mentality sort of change where you, where you thought that if you were to touch the big weights, you would get bigger and bulkier and more like, well, I guess masculine, but, you know, just build more muscle a lot faster. When did that kind of that mentality kind of drift away a little bit to where you finally realized that weight training, it's obviously going to make me stronger and feel better and just get me nice and lean and not as bulky as I thought I initially thought. Probably, you know, it probably was about, well, it was quickly in the sense that once I had someone who could help me in terms of, you know, who, who, who helped me with putting together a program, who gave me kind of some um, guidance in terms of nutrition and, you know, never sort of here's a, here's a nutrition plan. But, you know, once I, um, I started talking to my trainer about, you know, just sort of nutrition concepts and what are good foods to eat and how you should sort of time things around workouts and, you know, just sort of a healthier living. <laughs> um, yeah. And once I started, you know, initially I was working out uh, weightlifting like twice a week and then it got to be like three times a week. Um, and it was three times a week actually for quite a while, mm -hmm. uh, except that um, I would do a lot of things on my own. And so eventually it did become a sort of an everyday thing. Um, but I did most of my weightlifting with my trainer and a couple of days a week where I would do um, sort of agility and conditioning, stuff like that. And very quickly, I actually lost a lot of weight. Um, I lost a lot of fat, let's say that. So I, be yes. you know, so, so I became very lean um, quite quickly. And, um, and I started feeling a whole lot healthier. And, um, and I think that one of, <laughs> one of the things that, that maybe helped was um, just by virtue of the fact that I got leaner, you know, probably within like the first six months that I was training mm -hmm. and people started noticing. And, I, you know, I never went into this with the notion that I wanted a certain look, right. you know, I went into it just because I wanted to exercise. Um, and That's I, awesome. and I thought weightlifting would be something cool to do. And I, you know, and my trainer was highly recommended, mm -hmm. um, but then people start noticing and they're like, oh, wow, you know, look, I, I love your arms. I mean, and that sort of started happening relatively quickly once I, I sort of, you know, became leaner and more defined, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so that kind of helps. Right. It builds right. your self-confidence and you start to feel kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. And, and so you start to see the benefits pretty quickly. And then again, you know, I started feeling a lot better. Um, and I, you know, I could see that I was gaining muscle and stuff, but, um, but by then I also started to learn that, you know, in women, unless you're actually taking something um, that, you know, women just don't get, you know, that bulky. Yes. I mean, I have big shoulders. I have broad shoulders. I work at it because I compete in figure mm -hmm. and you're required to have, you know, certain attributes. Right. Um, but I think that, but that was my choice. And, but if, if I really wanted to get a whole lot bigger, I would actually have to do it with, you know, chemicals. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> uh, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So, so it was pretty quickly that I, I learned, I think, I think that's one of the things that's important is to find a person, a, a great, good trainer, probably like yourself to, you know, provide you with guidance and education as far as, you know, what, um, 
the benefits of weight training and then and how to fit that into your life and what other modifications you want want to make around that um, to become healthier you know not just right. in terms of exercising but in terms of what you eat and and you know sleep right. and all of the things that that help you become fitter yes um, absolutely yeah. so i started feeling a whole lot better you know pretty quickly and and that just reinforced you know my desire to keep doing it Yes. No, that's and that's awesome. I love how you uh, initially wanted to start with just wanting to exercise. You know, um as obviously as a coach, um we get a lot of the same, not the same, well, you know what? Yeah, the same types of goals. Um I want to lose weight, right? Weight loss is the biggest thing. It's right. huge. Right. Um but weight can come from many th- different things, right? Your muscles can atrophy and you can lose tons of weight. You can lose right. body fat, you can lose tons of weight. You can drop water uh, water weight and you can lose tons of weight. There's right. so much things that go into your, the scale or whatnot. But uh, people always want these, um, I guess, like superficial goals, like these, uh, you know, physical goals. And, and th- then they think there, that's it. They think in that little area and they forget this big circle, which is your health and all the amazing things that your body benefits from the resistance training, the breaking down, rebuild phase, you know, all those, all those incredible things and how weightlifting, um, you know, stresses the muscle, which then, you know, helps them grow. And then that also builds bone density and all those amazing things happen to the body that's going to help you live, um, you know, pain-free for as long as possible, um, functional, strong, healthy. Um, and, and you, you dove in with that and you started with that. And for a lot of people, it's hard to start with a goal superficial as in like i want to lose 10 pounds by this point in time and i i'm all for goals like that any goal that is awesome but if you think bigger like how you did and you want to focus on how you feel you didn't even try to you saw that these things that you were doing you know with 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 what you were doing with what uh, your coach was telling you to do um that how it started to change your physique and and that was like the bonus right like the benefits that you get from how you initially started which was i just all i want to do is exercise man i want to get strong i want to stay functional Yeah. I felt like, you know, because I had sort of let work kind of take over. And like I said, I had always played sports. And so I'd always felt like I was in generally good shape, you know, Um, and I I was on the tennis team in college. And so we did a lot of running and training and so on and so forth. Uh, So, you know, so I kind of knew what it was like to be in reasonable shape. Um, but then when, when we started the medical school and, and I, you know, was working long hours and not finding enough time to do much of anything, but maybe run here and there, mm-hmm. I physically didn't feel that great. I mean, I, I felt like a lump on a log, you know, you start to just sort of feel lethargic. You start right. to feel kind of heavy You start to mm-hmm. feel like, you know, um, just not great. And so for me, um, that was the motivation. I wasn't, again, I wasn't really going for a, particular look I just felt like I don't feel fit (laughs) I don't feel you know super healthy Mm -hmm. um and so you know that was in in speaking to this friend of mine who happened to be training with my trainer at the time um and you know uh I thought well why not try that you know because um like I said I'm not I'm not a huge runner (laughs) it's just not my thing I know some people love it but it's um, and more power to them because I yep. think a huge mental component to it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but it wasn't, it's just not for me. So, um, you know, and, and I think that's part of it is finding, finding what it is 
you get satisfaction out of, you know, it, it doesn't have to be weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are people who love to do, I don't know, um, aerobics or yoga or whatever, you yeah. know, um, if that's what it is, then, then, then fine. You need find what it is that gives you satisfaction and makes you feel better and, you know, um, helps you become fitter. Um, you know, so I think the thing about weightlifting and, and strength training is the way that it transfers so well to just everyday life. Yes. Um, and the fact that, you know, now not only is, you know, do you have more energy and you have more strength and a lot of the things that we do every day, lift boxes or whatever it is, you know, um, it, it's just easier. And, um, you know, so I think the, the benefits are huge. Um Oh yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. The uh, with um, so you do with your with what you do. I remember you t- you tell me a little bit more in detail before we hopped on too. But whenever you you started a um, you said you started like a, a school, right, or something academically. You started something medical school. <laughs> medical school, right? Okay. So and then that you you started. So, well, not just me, obviously, but it was, uh, it was, I was part of a a team that was um, starting a four-year medical school um, program. Um, Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Whenever, whenever that started, that's when everything kind of, that's whenever you kind of like lost connection with your body, right? That's when kind of fitness kind of, or your health went in the back burner a little bit. Yeah, because, um, you know, unless you're familiar with medical schools, you wouldn't, medical schools have lots of moving parts. Um, right. I bet. And so, you know, you, you have to sort of define the curriculum, you have to find the people, you have to put the curriculum together. Um, there's, you know, students, uh, admissions process, there's all sorts of pieces that, mm-hmm. that go into putting, well, any kind of program, but, yeah. but medical schools are, are particularly complicated in that they have so many moving parts. Um, and starting one from scratch is not something that is often done. You know, most okay. schools have been around uh, for some time. And um, but there was a period of sort of new programs back then. Um, so it, it was kind of all consuming. And, you know, yes. there was just there were just not enough hours in the day um, to do the kinds of things that I was doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I was playing tennis, for example, it would take, um, you know, here in Georgia, you play um, sort of everywhere. And, you know, a, but a lot of the, the tennis is around Atlanta. So you're driving two hours to play a tennis match and, you know, sort of so on and so forth. And so it was hard to find the time to put into, um, you know, into sort of fitness. And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of when I thought, OK, well, I need to find something that I can do that um, doesn't require me committing five hours every day because I'm driving two hours there and back um, that I can go, that I can do that. I can spend an hour doing. um, And uh, you know, and I think it's, you know, it was probably meant to be that Joel had a spot and I was able to get on there. um, And, you know, so it was easier. It was, I just ran down to the gym, uh, you know, worked out for about an hour um, and came back and, you know, just sort of the, the, the feeling of wellness came back pretty quickly. Yes. Absolutely. And so, yeah. And so sort of, I, you know, started to kind of 
shift my priorities a little bit Mm -hmm. and decide that, you know, the work was always going to be there, um, you know, and so setting time aside to, you know, making time, uh, you know, to make this part of my day. um, And and that was a big part of it. Awesome. Okay. So, so with, okay, real quick. So what you said right there, you said a lot of stuff that I really want to hit. Okay. So whenever I was in the military, uh, I spent four years in the army and fitness training weightlifting i started when i was 13 and it's always been a part of my life since then it's like a place where i've always felt um very confident and 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 i would improve who i was internally externally obviously um and yes whenever you do weight training you get the physical gains you get stronger your prs get heavier or you know whatever the case may be but you get a lot of stuff mentally emotionally uh biologically physically um, and physiologically, all these things happen aside from the six packs or the big arms or the big quads or whatever the case may be. Um, whenever I was in uh, training, I, I took very seriously because it it uh, improved who I was um, in all aspects of my life. Um, and that leaked into my career. It leaked into what I was doing. And because of that reason and because of me connecting, you know, my mind to my body, to my actions, it um it, it advanced me a lot faster in my life than um than if I didn't take my health seriously or my wellness or my mental health seriously. Um so when training did that for me, uh I knew it could do that for a lot of other people. And with what you have done and with what you're currently doing, whenever you initially started your weight training and that whole weightlifting journey began, you touched the barbell for the first time and, and you're doing all the things and you finally made time for yourself, for your body. Did you see, obviously you saw a bunch of health stuff and a lot of physical gains, but did you see anything begin to improve in like your actions and with what you were doing, building the medical school? Yeah, I think, you know, what it does for you in terms of, you know, your moods, your, your sort of, you know, you, it it just, you get this sort of feeling of empowerment, you know, um, when you feel good and when you, you know, um, uh, and it it gives you this sort of sense of achievement. So you get, you know, builds on your self-confidence. And so I think that was a big part for me in the sense that, you know, coming in to building the medical school and putting a medical school together, that's not something I had done before. Right. I mean, I, I had worked at a medical school. And so I kind of knew mm-hmm. uh, how a medical school functioned, um, but not put one together. That's like an entirely different sort of endeavor. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, I think that, you know, sort of the fact that you, the the self-confidence that I was probably gained that I gained in terms of, and, and the, just the, the, the feeling of, you know, I can, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it just transfers onto what you're doing every day. So I think it helped me become more confident in terms of tackling things that I didn't really know that much about, you know, um, yes. And feeling like, you know, okay, I can do this and I can, um, you know, I can pull my weight around here, literally and figuratively, (laughs) 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 you know, Um, so, so I think it, it did sort of give me a much more positive outlook on a day to day basis, you know, because it's very easy, I think, 
when you're not feeling good, to, to feel down, to feel sort of depressed, you get negative, you start having negative feelings about yourself and, you know, it can spiral very quickly. So I think the, you know, I think it just sort of helped me on a day-to-day basis in the sense a lot of it was just sort of the, the self-confidence, mm-hmm. um, you know, the discipline of saying, okay, I'm committed to this. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when you see results, you know, um, then you start to feel like that does transfer to other parts of your life, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think the, the positives are, are sort of everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, and with training, this is why I wish everyone would just do it. Like I wish people would just start and do something because no matter if you're extremely busy or whatever it is, I love what you said too, whenever you were talking about it, how you said um, yeah, your work was always going to be there. And that was whenever I got out of the military, I knew I wanted to do training. I knew I wanted to do this stuff, but I knew that if I trained myself and did nothing with it, that nothing would happen. So then I started to, you know, obviously I wanted to grow a company to help a lot of people. I didn't know how to do it. Um, So I wanted to put in hours and hours and all this stuff. And then my training turned from something that I enjoyed that I loved into like, if I'm doing something, I always have to record. If I do something, I always have to do something afterwards, or I'm spending hours on programming and creating plans and this and that, and you know, all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden this thing that I truly enjoyed turned into something that was like, like my work and like my life. And, uh, and it kind of absorbed me for a little while. Um, and it wasn't fun no more. So that connection was like gone a little bit. And, but then you realize that, dude, this work's always going to be here. I don't know why I'm always chasing time when time is just going to, you know, it's just going to keep going. It's like a, you're always going to lose that race. Um, (laughs) So, you know, with work, it's always going to be there with any sort of uh, external stress that you have in life, a project deadline or whatever it is, you know, you built a medical school and that must have been incredible, like stress wise and just all this, (laughs) yeah, all this stuff. But still for someone like that, to make time for themselves to work on their body it just shows that you know like you just said those things are still going to be there man if you have like your bills are still going to be there the the work's always going to be there you know your kids still going to be there like all these things are still going to be there but your health you can't get that back if you jeopardize it in such a way to the point to where there's no coming back from it so you know and, and and if you would have failed by creating this medical school then you learn from that failure and then you make something else or you do something better or you learn from that and make it better um sometimes if you fail in your health you know for a certain amount of time um there's there's no coming back or it's just too difficult to come back or whatever the case may be so with health it's crucial to to prioritize it just like how you did and uh so with people out there who have a a busy schedule and, and all these things going on in life uh what what would be like some words of advice that you could give someone right now that is that is like that. Like, dude, I don't have no time. Like, I'm working all this time, um, but, like, I, I just don't have time to work on myself. What kind of words of advice would you give them? Yeah, I, I would say, um, you know, it doesn't take a lot of time. Um, I, I think there's also oh, this. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't. I mean, I, like I said, I started doing this two days a week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so for two days. So initially, um, I would go and train for an hour, two days a week. So that's um, two hours in your week. Yeah, that's two hours a week where, you know, if you really sit down and think about and if you wrote down everything you do all day, 
particularly, I think when you're working all the time, I think you, you become less efficient, Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't have mental breaks, you know, one of the things that, that you learn in education, for example, is that people's attention span, um, is about 20 minutes. And ter- if you're like lecturing at somebody, you know, we, again, this is, you know, because I'm in a sort of school mode, um, you know, we, we've all been through, you know, if you go through school and you sit in a one hour lecture and stuff, one of the things on educational theory is that people's attention span is about 20 minutes long and then you start to kind of wander. So, seems pretty on a you know, on a day-to-day basis, um, when you're working, you know, if you spend all your time working and you don't have any kind of distractions or any kind of mental breaks, I think your efficiency goes down. And yeah. so I think that you actually probably could accomplish more if you plan into your day, you know, a break where you, you put everything else aside, you focus on your health, on your fitness. Um, and when you come back to it, I, I found that when I was working at the medical school and once I started, you know, training mm-hmm. that I could leave, you know, I would leave around mid afternoon and, you know, and I understand that I had a job that allowed me to do that, but yeah you know, you can do it at lunchtime or, or even, you know, I'm not a huge morning person, but at one point I was getting up at like, you know, five thirty six in the morning to yeah. go, you know, fit it in before I had to be at work at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, so all you need is to find that hour, hour and a half. Um, and then I would come back to work feeling a whole lot more energized and I yes. can be a whole lot more productive. Yes. So I think, you know, you can put your, you know, head down and grind through, but you're not going to be as productive. And so I think that, you know, making the time a few times a week. um, And I think once you start to see the difference, once you start to see that it makes you feel better, once you see that, you know, you you actually are bringing more energy into your job Mm -hmm. and into whatever it is that you're doing, um, then that sort of, it's kind of self-reinforcing. And so that was, the way it was for me. So it was like, wow, I, I just, I really like this. And so now I'm, I want to do it three days a week. And then, you know, on the days when I wasn't training, my trainer had given me, you know, these different little sort of um, hit workouts, if you will, uh, yeah, yeah. that, that you can those. do again in like 30 minutes and mm-hmm. you get a really good workout. And so mm-hmm. I could go to the gym, you know, I would go at six in the morning, you know, get in there, do a few things, um, get a pretty good workout and, and then go to work. And now I'm like wide awake, <laughs> you know, Yeah. in the morning. So, so I, I think actually it helps in terms of productivity. I think it helps in terms of being efficient in your job. Um, and so I think, you know, I, I think it's important to try to, you know, plan your day and, and maybe, you know, mm-hmm. sit down and kind of, look at your days and see, you would probably find that there's a lot of time that you're not using very productively. And that if you kind of restructure it so that you can fit in, you know, workouts or some form of fitness a couple of times a week, that it's going to translate into, you know, um, uh, and have an impact on your everyday life and even your work. So, so that would be my advice is, is try to kind of try to, you know, look at what you're doing and try to see if there's a way that you can rearrange your days um, to find one or two hours and, you know, or it could be right after work, I guess, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's how I do it now. So now I train later in the evenings, uh-huh. um, you know, so I usually, 
um, you know, work most of the day, but then I train around five or six in the evening, you know, yeah, you're making time for it. That's great. Um, and I, I absolutely agree with you. Everything you just said, I a hundred percent agree. Um, and it's funny because whenever you, um, you just, you initiate it and you take action and you make that one day with that one hour for you to go and train and, and, you know, put everything aside and you work on yourself, you will notice that nothing really much changed. Like the work, like you said, was still there. The stuff was still there. Um, you're not going to get any sort of value. I feel like if you take an hour to binge watch something on Netflix instead of taking an hour to work on your body. Like when you work on your body and you are training or you're doing something that is your fitness, you could be walking, you could be running, you could be yoga, like you said, um, that is still improving who you are. So if you find value in certain things, um, fitness wise or mental wise or whatever it is, it's still going to create some sort of improvement, no matter what it is. I, I feel like if you go and you train, you do a 30 minute hit, um, that you gained improvement. You, you know, you did what the body was designed to do. You moved and, you know, you worked on your heart and you worked on, you know, your, your, your entire system and yes. you, your body got some sort of improvement in that 30 minutes or on that hour, which is still continuously like improving who you are. So if you feel like you're going to take an hour of your day to go work on yourself and you feel like that hour is going to put you back from your work or from whatever you're trying to achieve, like I think it's just false because you're still finding improvement in some sort of way. And that one hour out of your day and those two hours out of your week is not going to um, you know, ruin anything. If anything, it's going to create something better. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that, you know, I mean, I, when I think back, um, I, I sort of wish that I had known kind of about the, the, um, you know, the sort of the fitness industry or the sort of weightlifting, mm-hmm. um, earlier, uh, mm-hmm. you know, than I did, I, you know, again, it was not something that I had really been all that exposed to, right. uh, as I was growing up or even, you know, when I was in, in college and school, it wasn't something that, you know, um, that was readily sort of visible. I think over the years, it's become much more kind of mainstream, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and so when I think of when I first started training at UGA, um, you know, 10 years ago, there weren't that many women in the gym, you know, there weren't even that many like girls there that were, um, you know, lifting. And I feel like now there's a whole lot more, um, yes. You know, so I think it's it's become a whole lot more more mainstream. And um, but at the same time, I appreciate that, you know, when you've got young kids um, and you've got a job and, you know, you've you've got all these things, it, it's hard to make time. I, I, I get that, you know, yeah. and, and I think um, but again, I think if, you know, uh, you were mentioning, you know, watching Netflix and I think the amount of time that you can just let slip away by using social media <laughs> yes <laughs> it's huge yes and you know you'll be on your social media next thing you're like whoa where did that hour go <laughs> you know because I'm scrolling through stuff or whatever uh-huh. it is uh-huh. <laughs> so so again I think it it comes down to you know trying to to see how are you using your day and are there times of day or you know things that you could do differently to make a, you know, make that time a few times a week, um, you know, for yourself, because it will translate into um, improvements, um, you know, so I, I, I realize that for some people, you know, I've been lucky, I've been sort of, you know, 
privileged to have the job that I have and it allows me to do the things that I do. Yeah. Um, but I also think that the other piece for me was the notion that I want to do this for the long haul. You know, mm-hmm. I want to stay as healthy as possible for as long as possible. And maybe part of that comes becomes more important as you see, as you get older, because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're, um, when you're in your twenties and thirties, do you sort of feel kind of like, Oh, you feel good. You feel, you know, uh, sort of that your whole life is ahead of you. And, yeah. and maybe, you know, as you start to get a little bit older, you start to think, Ooh, whoa, you know, um, there's less time out there. And so um, it becomes, you know, the, the notion of staying healthy, um, for the long term, becomes more of a priority. Um, you know, so I, so I think that was part of it for me. And and the training that I do is really mostly geared to that. It's not, you know, I didn't go into it um, because I wanted to be able to do three hundred pound deadlifts. I can't, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> or. Um, whatever it is, you know, or bench 300 pounds or whatever it is. I I didn't go into it with that mentality that, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to chase a number. I'm going to, you know, um, I just went into it in terms of, um, again, just getting fit, getting healthy um, and being able to maintain it, you know, over a long haul. Um, And that, that was my motivation. And I think that all of the rest of it, just kind of has been a bonus. So the the fact that, you know, it's improved my physique, the fact that, um, you know, I feel better. The um, I like the fact also, I mean, it never, it never occurred to me that people would be interested in what I do, you know, um, <laughs> or that, you know, I get messages that from people who think, who feel that inspired by what I do. And I think, wow, that's just icing on the cake, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm super happy that, um, what I do and what I post on my Instagram and stuff like that might be motivating other people, you know, particularly middle-aged and above mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to say, Oh, wow. Okay. She's doing it. And that's how I feel. I can do it. You can do it. You yes. know, uh, I'm not, um, you know, I'm not an elite athlete. I'm not, you know, genetic freak, <laughs> um, you know, so <laughs> okay. I, I work hard. It, <laughs> you know, you just have to put the work into it. But if people see that I'm getting results and that inspires them to go out, then, you know, that that actually has been um, hugely satisfying, you know, and it wasn't something that I was looking for, like I said, um, you know, so um, I, I really enjoyed that side of it, the fact that it it might actually be helping people. I didn't even really know it, but yeah, uh, it does. So it's the power of social media, right? The positive right. side. The positive <laughs> side, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, and I, I keep please keep doing it. Do keep doing it as long as you possibly can, because um, just like how we were talking about before we jumped on, um, this you know I'm too old to do this, or you know my age you know keeps me away from doing this, or whenever you turn 50 or 60, like that's, that's the time that you should be kind of relaxing and, you know, starting to chill out a little bit. And, and I've always, I've always, my thing is, you know, it's age is always going to come because that's just time just keeps going on and you just become more experienced in this life. You know, that's it. Um, And obviously there's a lot of things out there that uh, push the body down, you know, but whenever like there's teardowns and stuff like that that happen but whenever you are training and taking care of yourself and you're doing everything in your power to take control of your body your health your mind 
um, then you have then you have taken control of that aspect that, that is now yours. And if you control this one thing that you have, because everything else is, you know, materialistic, you know, and your health is something that it's been with you since day one and it's going to be with you until uh, your last day as well. But, you know, with what you do with your body, the control you have over it, it's powerful. And that can start no matter where you're at in life. If you want to start whenever you're, you know, 10 years old, cool. If you want to start whenever you're 40, cool. If you want to start whenever you're 70, cool. There's no reason why that you couldn't. And then whenever, whenever you get to a certain age and then you say, well, I can't do this because I'm, you know, a certain age, um, then all you're doing is comparing to other people, which is exactly what 20 year olds do when they compare their body to another 20 year old. But that 20 year old has been training for 10 years. So like these, this age stuff doesn't yeah. make sense, you know, cause it's whenever you want to start, then you start and, um, yes, things might be a little bit more difficult or whatever, but, um, doesn't mean that you can't, you know, uh, do what you want to do and achieve the goals that you want to achieve. I think it's important, um, that you find, um, you know, that you get guidance though, like if, especially, mm-hmm. you know, that you get good guidance and that yes. you find a good coach and that you find a good trainer um, to, to help you. Because I think one of the things that happens very often is, and I, and I've seen this in, you know, in gyms where, you know, people come in and they're like, okay, I'm going to get fit. And they get on the <laughs> treadmill, you know, for <laughs> uh, an hour every day, or then that's how they use their hour. And then they, you know, they don't see results. And so it's very easy to get discouraged or, you know, I'm going to start running. Um, and, you know, running can be pretty hard on your body. <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Uh, so if all you're doing is running, but you're not really doing anything else to sort of strengthen the rest of your body. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that my trainer is big on is biomechanics and, mm. you know, and, and sort of proper functional movement and things like yes. that. So, you know, I think it's important to, to make sure that you do it right, because if you go off and try to do something on your own without really any kind of knowledge base, um, then the chances are you're going to get injured or, you know, you're not going to see results and you're going to get discouraged. Um, so, so I, for me, I think it's important that people, you know, find a trainer and it doesn't have to be for forever. Right. Uh, you know, I've seen posts from a, a number of trainers that I follow who say that, you know, what you want to do is you want to get your trainees to the point where they're great on their own, you know, yes. you graduate them. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think investing in, even if it's six months, you know, with a trainer that can help you understand, you know, um, and, and give you the knowledge that you need to, to put together a, a fitness program, um, or fitness routine, you know, program sounds a little bit, uh, <laughs> more than what every person, your average person can do, but if, they, right. but, you know, give, give people guidance in terms of what are things that you should be doing, not doing and, and how to move properly. And, um, so that you don't get hurt, you know, so that you don't go in and start lifting more weight than you can or, or should be lifting or doing making, you know, especially again, if you're starting when you're a bit older, I think you have to be a little bit careful. It doesn't mean that like like me, I started late, but Mm -hmm. Um, I've had 10 years. I've, I've never missed a day of training because of an injury. There you um, go. Good. You know, and Good. I, um, and I feel like the only times that I've ever like tweaked anything is when I've tried to push myself 
too hard Mm -hmm. and I'm on my own, you know? Um, So, um, so I think knowing what you're doing or at least having somebody help you is, is a good way if you're just getting started. Yeah. You know? Um, And so finding, finding someone, finding a good coach, finding a good trainer um, is I I think the first step for, you know, for somebody who's getting into it. Yeah, so you can be ahead of the game, you know, like start and get all the knowledge and education you possibly can and then go out there and hunt. You go out there and work for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. agree. I yeah. agree. With yeah. um with everything you said today, I it's it's been it's truly amazing talking to you. Um and I love I love your entire mindset, I love everything you've achieved, I love what you're doing, I love I love what um you are pushing out there into the world with the workouts that you're doing. Um, you know, it's 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 great. And I'm glad that you took the that one day to to find help or to get a trainer and then for you to initiate your weightlifting journey. And, and that, that is so awesome. Uh, that's incredible. Um, well, thank for, you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for everyone out there listening right now, if they want to reach out to you um, and, and ask you questions or just, you know, say, oh, my gosh, I love your videos or I love that whatever it is. Um, where's the best place for people to find you? Probably Instagram is what I use most. Um, so I think you have it on your podcast. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the at El Petchley one, I think it is. <laughs> um, that's probably, you know, messaging me through, through Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Um, you know, on Leslie Petch. Um, I, I tend to not use Facebook as much. So uh, Instagram is probably a better, a, a better way to, to get a hold of me. Um, but I'm happy to answer questions and people can see, um, you know, because I, I am busy <laughs> with work, I don't post stuff every day, but I try yeah. to keep, you know, post regularly so that people have a sense for, you know, exercises and, yes. um, and, you know, I, I also, I, I think people need to keep in mind when they see what I'm doing, that I have been doing it for 10 years and, and that, you know, uh, you shouldn't expect to sort of start and be pushing a, huge amount of weight (laughs) you got to start somewhere and Mm -hmm. it's slow and steady progress uh, but it will come and the results will come and the changes that you're looking for will come but it requires patience oh my gosh that was the best thing you could have possibly said because that is exactly it um and 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 everyone listening if you haven't seen leslie patch at all you should definitely go check it out because um, you, you'd just be amazed. Just go look at her. But uh, everyone who's listening, all the links and everything she just said, we'll put it in the show notes um, so it can be a lot quicker for y'all to find her. But um, if you have grabbed value today in this episode, y'all, all we ask you is simply share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, cousin, someone. The more people will get to listen to these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do here on the Trainer Livestrong Podcast. But you just tuned in to another episode. I'm your host, Coach Matt, amazing guest speaker, Leslie Petch. And as usual, y'all, get out there. Train hard. Live strong. All right, everybody. Bye. (laughs) You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode of guest speakers are coming on the show, Make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.